2: Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom Harmony. Guess who's here, folks? If you were listening to Weekly Dish, you already know it's Ms. Holly Roberts. Hey! I know, and I didn't even get to see
0: her or anything. Hi, Holly. Hi, Harmony. How are you? Oh, wonderful. Good. She's she's
2: slumming it with us on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, you know. Like the old days. Happy to be here. <laughs> we are so happy to see you. It's been a long time. It's so, I mean. How long has it been, Holly? I was thinking about this this morning. Like, remember back when you were here with us on the weekends before you became a big superstar? Right before she was a big shot. Before you were running, like, every single show on oh this my- entire station? Oh, my goodness. Yes, of course I remember those times because I love yes. to talk shopping. Yes. yes, indeed. Well, we do, too, and we have much to get to today. Um, let's start with a little outing that i actually took yesterday you took an outing? i took an outing and what i've noticed is it's a lot easier for me to schedule like the running around because i don't really do much running around no, <laughs> so no not like, too much. it's just a decision to like will i leave the house at all today and i did yesterday because i was really curious to see we've talked about it here the new shields store i didn't realize they were open it opened. It opened like a week ago in Eden Prairie. Now, if you were familiar, Shields used to have a store inside Eden Prairie right. Center. Oh, yes. I was in there many times. They've now taken over one of the vacant anchors and built like a mega, mega, mega store, like a super sized department store sized ode. To all things sports. Okay. And I would say the difference between Shields and, like, a a, a Dick Sporting Goods is that Shields is about being a fan as well as doing the sport. So, like, they've got, you know, tons of, um, you know, jerseys for sports teams and all that stuff. They also have a furniture department, which felt a little... Furniture? Have they ever
0: had that before?
2: No, that felt a little weird. They do have a Ferris wheel. Okay. because a every ferris. sporting goods store should have a okay, ferris wheel right um it is not it is it's smack in the middle of the store kind of a centerpiece as you're walking up the stairs however it is not in use right now due to covid19 so it's there it's ready but it but, but it isn't uh it isn't operable but um It's kind of overwhelming. It was pretty busy. I would say most most people were in masks. But I mean, it's I, I was thinking about it. And, you know, as I was walking by, they literally have an entire aisle just for ping pong, you know, like ping pong accessories. Any team, like, you want a twins ping pong racket. You want, you know, oh. balls with smiley faces. I mean, like, any random, obscure accessory you can think of for any sort of hobby or sport, they have it. Wow. And as I was looking at the, like... It's all on one floor? No, it's oh, two floors. Two, two levels. Floors. Okay. Two levels. I mean, it truly is department store size. It's over 200,000 square feet. Um, as I was just thinking about, kind in a way... Interestingly, what perfect timing it is, you know, like they have a whole department of water floaties, which everyone is looking for as yeah. they're spending more time on the water and, you know, kind of just all sorts of like backyard games and all the things that people are looking for right now. Um, they did have bicycles, which I got excited oh, about for a minute because I them. don't know if you like if you've looked at like a just a Target or something like that. I mean, there's just an empty rack. There are no bicycles. If anybody knows a good place to buy bicycles Please let us know. 651-641-1071. But they do have bikes, but they are they are selling very high-end bikes. They're like custom track, you know, $1,500 plus kind of bikes. So I said to my 12-year-old, yep, we're just going to keep moving. Keep on moving. That's not what <laughs> we're looking for. He really does. Yes. Oh. We did a ride last weekend out to um St. Bonifacius and then kept Waconia. going to, to Lake Waconia. See, yes.
0: I was so impressed because I saw that you went to Waconia, and so I looked to see how far it was and it said thirty seven miles. Yeah. And I was so impressed, except then you told me you drove. Well,
2: probably. come on. I mean, let's well, be real. I don't know. I mean, yes. you know, my... I would have done it. I would have done it, but um, yeah, my little guy, not so much. He was yeah. like, you know, two miles and he's ready for ice cream. But <laughs> but it's a it is a good ride, and I think and that's another fun thing to do is just to pick a destination start somewhere and head out. Um, I like that one because it's pretty flat. And so my kids are pretty willing to to do it. But yeah. anyway, nonetheless. Um, so, so yeah, the Shield store is open. And, you know, if you're wondering like, gosh, are people ever going to go back to stores? Will stores have any relevance? I mean, this is one that seems to be, uh, they've got it figured out and people seem very excited to be there.
0: So. Well, maybe because also it's more of an experience there
2: than a little bit but, and, I, and I think really for right now it's just yeah. it's what everybody's doing i mean it it touches on you know kind all of games and activities yeah. in every possible way yeah whether you're a fan or a you know speaking right. of which how excited are you this is
0: the big week At the 24th
2: the twins yeah, the twins quite i have yes. the
0: 24th uh-huh. the first game. yeah well i'd like who Fox do they play to be all right and i would like arise today he has a little problem so you know we got to get him all healthy okay what i love is watching the um intra squad games <laughs> they said we won <laughs> you know, no matter who wins we win oh but the team's play. It. yeah i yes, get it they I play it. you know they got divide it. in half mm-hmm. but i mean you know they have to kind of make their own noise they are going to actually have ipads that all the teams have so they will have crowd sounds and they have different sounds. are you serious oh, right I, now i'm very serious yes And they'll have different sounds so that, like, if there's a home run, it can really be a big cheer. You know, they can level it off. They can have jeers if there's a bad play. Wow. You know, they've got to try to make it seem somewhat
2: normal. I am... I'm just kind of fascinated to see the psychology of it to see like how much does that impact fans how much are they driven by hearing those noises and by knowing that people are watching them do you know what i
0: mean you mean well no i don't know what you mean because if you're watching on television you would be watching you mean you don't think they'd watch if they don't no, have those, noises? I mean,
2: just the, the it, it's, di- you can know in your head that people yeah. are watching on TV, but when you're in an empty stadium. You mean for the players? Yes. Oh, for well, the you players. Didn't make that clear. Sorry, the players. Oh, yeah. I'm
0: sure it makes a big difference. You know, I mean, I think they that's partly why they've been practicing the way they have. And I'm sure there is an adjustment to that. Yeah. You know, they can't even spit. That's what I want to see if they really don't spit
2: because it's not allowed i mean yeah well we'll see what happens yeah okay but i'm excited um okay then we had oh we actually have um megan is talking to holly right now she'll see it we'll see if she has she had a bike recommendation we've been talking just about how if you have you know if you're in need it is really challenging to find but megan has a suggestion for us hi megan Hi, guys. Um, I actually live in Shakopee, and I saw an
1: article in the local newspaper this week Mm -hmm. about Paul's Bike Shop. It's on Home Street, and Mm. it looks like he's got, you know, I think he's got stuff in stock, but don't quote me on that, but it seems like he's got new and refurbished.
0: Wow.
2: And it's called Paul's Bike Shop, and it's in Shakopee? Yes, ma'am. Well, that is good news. Thank you, Megan. We love yeah, it when we get these health. good shopping tips. That's right. Thanks for listening and thanks for calling in. That's great. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you just have to do some some digging if you want to find one right now. I was looking because I have a couple of outgrown bikes in my garage, and I thought this might be a good time to sell them. Oh, I also keep looking. In good condition? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, obviously, there's demand right now. Yep. Um, but there isn't a lot of demand for JCPenney's. So. Yeah. So news this week, continuing the retail headlines that JCPenney is going. I mean, I feel like this is kind of the never ending saga um, prolonging the inevitable. They're going to close more than 150 stores nationwide, including four four here in Minnesota,
0: in Maple Grove, Eden Prairie, Coon Rapids and Wilmer.
2: Yeah. And there's
0: one, if if anyone cares, in Brookings, South Dakota. How how closing. soon
2: is that happening mom did it say Uh actually
0: it in the next uh 3 to 4 months okay so
2: all right. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, it is too bad. But- um, But maybe a, a chance to to get in there and uh, score a few deals before that happens if you want to do that. Um, another headline this week, I feel like we're seeing one after the other of more national retailers instituting a mandatory mask policy. I know the Weekly Dishers were talking about yeah. this a little bit in terms of, you know, um, I don't know if they mentioned Caribou Coffee is going to start okay. requiring masks as of the 20th. Um, Do and- you have any idea, Allison? Yeah.
0: Um, there is a Caribou Coffee on 50th yes. in France mm-hmm. that has never reopened. Okay. All the it, it's a smaller shop. It's on you know this is near at the other end from Anthropology, mm-hmm. and all the tables remain you know with chairs up on them and it's dark in there. Now they have no drive-through.
2: There. Right. I, that's exactly is, what I was going to say. Is I that think-
0: the only reason that they would be closed? Because. Uh- they don't want people coming in.
2: Yeah, I think that, um, I think they have sort of a strange, staged approach. And I know we have many Caribou execs who are big fans, big, yes. big fans of Shopgirl. Yes. So if they went away and they could, but um Yes, I think that they've got sort of a staged approach to reopening and looking at the geographic areas. And obviously any um, of their locations that have outdoor areas and have drive yeah, throughs really are higher priority. And you're talking about one that has neither no. of those things. Yeah, so. they've got
0: room for like two tables outside or something. Right. So maybe that's why they haven't yeah. opened.
2: But, but I was how- going to say, in addition to Caribou, Best Buy is now um, requiring as of this week. Face, face masks are now Why do you think mandatory.
0: Target Isn't starting to this to have this requirement till August first. I couldn't quite understand. Well,
2: here's what I would guess because Target has said that they will have face masks available for anyone who doesn't have have, one, and I'm guessing they have to um, until they ramp up.
0: Yeah. They, no, that That's that a lot of face masks. That would be the only thing that would make sense. With yeah. all
2: of their stores, that's a lot to have on hand. So um, when we get back, um, if you've been to a Target store, you've probably seen that the back to school section is there. And the question is, who's buying pencils and paper right now? We'll talk about that and much more straight ahead on Shop Girls. Don't go away. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1. Thanks for tuning in on a steamy, steamy Saturday. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom Harmony. Um, you know what else I did yesterday, Mom? And this is kind of the joy of uh, driving around. Maybe you just need to feel that AC blasting on you, or yeah. get your My Talk fix, or just go for a joy ride. There are an increasing number of mobile um, small businesses that are out and about. Oh, right! You, you've heard about the state fair, all the, you know, the, the food, food trucks. trucks are popping up yep. everywhere. I'm determined to track down some fried pickles. I got to find oh, the frickles out there. Oh, yeah, you have there. to have some, that fixed, yeah, I got to get that right. fixed. I have yeah. to look up. Stephanie March was saying I need to go on the website and you can track where they're all popping up. Oh. I think there are some... Um, Uh, State Fair trucks that are at Maplewood Mall today in the parking lot. But I was over um, like Linden Hills, actually, after dropping off your official lawnmower, who I don't get a cut of the action, (laughs) even though I provide the rides. Um, But uh, there was none other than. Thumbs cookies, right? They were at France 44 yesterday. Their little yesterday. mobile unit called Kirby yeah. uh, was parked right outside of France 44, and I just love seeing—I love seeing these local retailers that are, you know, collaborating and teaming up and saying, "Hey, come on over, park here, and so And there was a line of people was waiting really? for um, warm cookies well, and I milk. I
0: saw the picture you posted of Robin, yes, who is gonna pop before too long. Pretty soon, and... it was a hot
2: one out there yeah. for Mama to be. But, um,
0: so is she not using you? Remember, she started with her little purple bug
2: the car that yes did she that still, no, all, does she not use that at no no she still, she use still, that still drives that okay um, but now but, she's but this is like a it's like a mini food, food truck. truck yeah she sells tiny little cookies so she has a tiny little <laughs> truck and she can sell them and she's that got more sense. coming up she's partnering oh i read it she's going to go on her instagram and you'll see where she's popping up there are more um retailers and obviously food trucks doing this I have a business idea. Okay. It hit me this week. Seriously. This is a shout out to anyone with a food truck. Okay. If you are a food truck owner or, you know, someone who is so little league is back in action, right? They started up a couple of weeks ago but there are no concessions right. nobody's doing concessions it's just too complicated too risky well, so they're right. just they've just taken so many precautions so uh there we are sitting out there in the field very spread out and we're sitting out there in the outfield in the middle Where of nowhere we can't see a thing there's yeah. no, <laughs> there is nothing there it's hot you there's nothing to eat or drink why couldn't a food truck pull up it would be such a safe way to do it because they'd yep. be contained in their truck great opportunity for the food trucks that have to i i am certain be struggling because sure. they don't have that guaranteed downtown you yep. know every day you know where they where they know they've got a lunch crowd um i think it's a great opportunity i, I think, think food you're trucks absolutely right. should be calling city halls and calling little league associations i found out for golden valley it requires calling golden valley city hall oh. but golden valley little league has had food trucks before do it you guys i mean i want a taco after a game well and not only that
0: i mean the Players, the kids, yeah. you know, that's what they wait for is to go get their right. slushies or cream ice cream truck, or something.
2: One of you know, the the uh the what do you call it? The cookie dough truck. Yeah, it seems like a no-brainer. Rex, cookies, thumbs, cookies. I just want a cookie. That's <laughs> all I want. A cookie, an ice cream, a taco. Okay. I just think it would be fun and I think it would be a great way to support local. I locals, think you're absolutely right. Which is what we're always trying to do. And then the question is, how do we support our learners? Yep. How do we support our schools? I did um, walk through Target this week. And um, there is the whole school supply department. And, you know, most years we're just like lamenting that it's already time. It's like Fourth of July happens and then it's like, oh, my gosh, we have to buy school supplies already. But, you know, you do or they run out. And I just stood there thinking, huh, it's a strange, strange year. Am I even going to do that until I know what's happening? Am I going to go buy all those folders and glue? It seems kind of silly.
0: But Um, the the Deloitte has done surveys and they say that this year's back to school spending will be flat. Um, They but there will be five hundred and twenty nine dollars per household is what they anticipate. Mm -hmm. Um, But because of the ongoing worries uh, with covid, everything is kind of on hold. Some people still say they will buy, but more are going to buy online than have before. They're also buying more tech, right? Because so, that's what they're going to need.
2: So, I did you see that story that I sent you? Um, it was kind of last minute; you might not have seen it. But I know that you, the Deloitte study showed that spending spending was going to be flat. The National Retail Federation was actually saying that spending on kids for back to school could be up, and here's why: more people are buying. Computers, yeah, so the more iPads. expensive things, right? And, right. It's the bigger things in anticipation of at-home learning um, that are selling. Probably, uh, you know, less about the colorful folders and Mead notebooks, and more about how the heck are we going to manage a, a, you know, a school year from home.
0: So, what is your feeling? I mean, you know, if they say that school is going to go on, are you comfortable as a parent?
2: $789 per family, by the way. That's what they're projecting. Instead People of five hundred. dollars Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think we're all sort of like just desperate for some official guidance because I don't know. We're not going to get any. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I that- mean, my school district sent out a survey I'm sure others probably have done similar things. Um, Feel free to share. But, um, you know, just kind of gauging comfort level and and asking questions that I hadn't even thought about. Like, if there is school, would you let your kid go on the bus? If if there wasn't room for everybody on the bus, would you be able to get your kid to school? You know, they've got to think. think... How are you going to do lunch? Would you be more comfortable with your kid eating a bagged lunch in a classroom versus the cafeteria? Would you do hot lunch? You know, just asking all these questions. Well, uh,
0: one of my nieces who is a teacher was saying on Facebook she was talking about that she lives in Chicago. But they're saying, you know, have they talked to the teachers? And I said, oh, why would they consult the teachers about something like this? Oh, really? Yeah. I I mean, you know, it isn't even, you know, you can talk about the kids maybe not being as susceptible and all that. But, you know, the teachers, the administrators, the custodians, those are adults. And those are people who are really susceptible. Well,
2: according to the National Retail Federation survey, 55% of the consumers they polled said they expect to take at least some classes online this fall students um, of all grades 72% buying electronics and laptops and things of that nature so definitely a different kind of year hey guys we're going to talk laundry next it's a hot topic get ready to ask your questions to the laundry evangelist welcome back to shop girls on my talk 107.1 I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom Harmony one of our absolute favorites is joining us now He's Patrick Richardson, but you probably know him better as the Laundry Evangelist. Hello, Mr. Evangelist.
1: Hi. How are you doing? Wow, I mean, that kind of introduction, I just, Right. Wow. We're, we're
2: really going for the drama today. It's, it's the heat. It's getting to me, Patrick. Um, Patrick.
1: Now it happens.
2: How are you?
1: I'm great. How are you?
2: We're we're good and we're so excited about your new book long in coming. It's called Laundry Love Finding Joy in the Common Chore. I
0: haven't found yep. it yet, Patrick. I need help. <laughs> help us find the joy,
2: yeah. Patrick.
1: <laughs> you, get, you know, when the book comes, the joy will come right along with it.
2: Really? <laughs> is that a guarantee? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's on page 14.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's so all through it.
2: pre-sales available now. When is the book actually coming out, Patrick?
1: The book actually got pushed to March. So, okay. it's coming out in March. But here's what's super fun, and I haven't told anyone this yet.
0: Oh, okay. Tell a scoop. Us.
1: There's going to be a pre-sale incentive. And it's we're waiting. Like, we just finished it up. And what's going to happen is... You can buy it, you know, wherever you want to buy it, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Indie Books, wherever. Right. And you upload your receipt to the publisher, and they're going to send you a magnet that has five laundry tips that you can put on your washing machine.
0: Oh, cute. <laughs> can you – Yeah, so
1: that'll be fun.
0: Wait, Patrick, before you even talk about the book and all, I, I mean, I yeah. want to know what – gave you the impetus to write it, and how long did it take you? How long had you been working on it, and how did you get a publisher, all of that?
1: Okay, so it's really, it's a, it's a great story, actually. Good. So um, somebody approached me and wanted to write the book with me, and I was kind of leery, and then I met her and just kind of fell in love with her. So I thought, you know, I want to work with her. So we kind of got the pitch together. And then, strangely enough, um, one of my partner, you know, Ross, one of Mm -hmm. his best friends is Chuck Klosterman, who is a writer. And he was in town for a wedding. And he said, oh, well, yeah, if you need an agent, you should use my agent.
2: That's handy. And, you know,
1: I mean, Chuck is pretty well known and is New York Times bestseller. Connected us with his agent. His agent fell in love with the project Showed it to one publisher.
0: Oh my goodness! Literally
1: one publisher, and they were like, "Well, we want it." I mean, that's it. We want oh, it. Oh, that's amazing! You lucky and huh? <laughs> we yeah. were lucky because my publisher is the same publisher of like Oprah and Melinda Gates and Michelle Obama. Oh,
2: well, um, obviously that's who yeah,
1: you
0: would so be kind fast of with. Of that course, would be your category. Yes.
1: Absolutely. Um, well, I, you know, it's a little out of my league, but I'm hoping you know <laughs> that one of them will ask me for personal lottery. But well, I'm, some you know. Of-
0: some of them well, must do laundry, too, or at least tell their laundress how to do
1: the laundry, right? Exactly. I feel like Oprah, I think, you know, Oprah has laundry stories, so I, I feel like she probably does her laundry. Yeah. You
2: think she throws yeah. in but, a load now and then?
1: <laughs> I think she I think she does. I like. I want to believe that she does because I, I love her so much.
2: Yeah, I think now during COVID she does because she's it's, cooking and yeah. all, too. So for anyone who... <laughs> Has, hasn't has heard Patrick on the show before and he's been on many times um, Patrick has a store at Mall of America called Mona Williams he's always been an amazing he's had just an amazing knack for removing stains sold laundry products and it has become um, a, a big category and focus for you and you've sort of developed this whole other brand am I summarizing accurately right, that's exactly what happened okay so tell and you and you were before COVID we're doing laundry camps where people would, right. would actually come to you and you teach them what's been happening now Patrick in terms of retail in terms of the laundry camps and everything you do
1: well I haven't been able to do laundry camp obviously and I still I mean technically we could probably do them at the store and brand but I just don't feel confident yeah mm-hmm. but I've been doing like Facebook twice a week I'm doing Facebook live where people where like I just sort of get on there and people can just send in questions and I just answer them and I do, like, little demos. You know, I show people how to iron, how to sew on buttons.
2: Right. Um, the, the laundry doesn't you know, go everything. away, even yeah. during a pandemic, that
1: much is no, for No, there's sure. probably more, actually. Well, the thing, my thought on it was, when the pandemic started, was, like, this is a great time to go into the closet. Like, all those things you haven't worn because they have a stain or they missed a button. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm seeing this as, like, the opportunity. You know, I'm kind of taking the Tony Robbins approach. So I'm <laughs> seeing this as sort of the opportunity to you know repair those things that you love that you haven't worn
2: right yeah right well here's the opportunity for our listeners Patrick can get stains out of anything, literally. Challenge him. So, if you have a question, you want to know how, you know, what can you put on some sort of fabric? Give us a call or any. And, and we, we, he's comfortable with it, right, Patrick? We can put you on the spot. Oh, absolutely, I love it. 651-641-1071. One, one, oh, Bring it on and see if you can stump the laundry evangelist. Okay, I, <laughs> uh,
0: Patrick, I have a question. It isn't really going to be one to stump yeah. you exactly, but I have this really lovely silk blouse. Um, a Rebecca Taylor, really nice boss for a long time. Yeah. And I don't want to take it to the cleaners, but I'm afraid to wash it. I don't know what to do. How do I really
1: wash it and make sure it comes out all right? If you're afraid, why don't you wash it in the sink? Okay. You know, I mean, the thing is, wash it just in the kitchen sink.
0: Can I do it in the The basement
1: sink? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. Just the tiniest bit. Tiny, and when I say tiny, I mean a few drops of soap. Of what kind of soap? And use like well, well I mean, obviously, laundry evangelist laundry flakes. Right, but if you but don't, if have, I don't those, have that, then use use um, like hand soap. Oh. Okay. Like you know, like your like your foaming hand soap. Oh. And a few drops of it. Okay. Like a few drops. Not because ivory. You don't want it to be too hard to rinse out.
0: Okay, I shouldn't use and ivory. And then just kind of.
1: Um. I wouldn't because it's going to be too hard to rinse out.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Um, Hand soap. You know, just a few drops of hands. Because usually hand soap is actually soap, not detergent. Oh, okay.
0: Interesting.
1: you just use a few drops, just kind of massage it in and just sort of swish.
0: Yeah.
1: And then pull the stopper, you know, refill the sink with cool water and swish and then pull the stopper. And here's what's really important. Okay. When you pull the stopper, rather than picking it up and wringing it, press it against the side of the sink.
0: Oh, okay. To, to wring
1: the water out of it.
0: So that you don't it all So that you don't stretch it. it. Oh. Oops.
1: And so then hang it up. It's going to be wet.
0: Yeah.
1: But just hang it up and just let it dry. And then when you steam it, Steam it from the inside, because that will bring the luster back to it. Whoa. If you steam it from the surface, it won't be as shiny and pretty.
0: Oh, okay. great or advice. could well, I bring it to you?
2: When are you... Well, you know. <laughs> he's
1: he's got to get the book
2: out, and then he'll open
0: yeah. his no, own Well, that sounds good. Thank uh, you. I appreciate service. that. We're
2: talking to Patrick Richardson, the Laundry Evangelist. And, Patrick, the calls are coming in. So let's see if you can handle Lisa's right. question. Lisa, what's your question for Patrick? I Hi. I always seem to get grease stains on my T-shirts, either from bacon grease or salad dressing that drips or, and and other than the, you know, don dish soap or shout or something like that, is there some other way that I can get these out or is there a way to get them out after you've discovered that your shirts have gone through the laundry and the dryer? Oh yeah. Great question. Actually,
1: I got both of these and it's funny because it's going to surprise you. Before, you can actually spray it with a mixture of 50 white vinegar, 50 water, mm. and oh. that will take it out. Mm. Really? If it's already gone through the dryer, I can tell you like a long, hard way, but I'm going to tell you a cheater way.
0: Yeah, we <laughs> like that. A cheater way you. We like cheats, yeah.
1: is to stretch it over like a bowl or a colander or something mm-hmm. and pour boiling water straight through it. And lift the water as high as you can. Like, actually hold it, like, up over your head and pour straight through it. And that heat and that pressure will take the stain right out.
2: Oh, Mm. wow. How in the world did you discover that? (laughs) I I would never (laughs) think to do that.
1: Well, it's funny because you actually, like, if you go, if you work in a dry cleaner or you work in an alterations department, they actually have a pressurized steam gun. Mm Mm-hmm it's like really high pressure steam that does that mm-hmm. so i had to figure out a way to do it at home
2: yeah oh, wow oh, makes sense well lisa great question awesome. thanks thank I hope- you so good. much good you luck saved me from much aggravation good that's amazing yeah, just
1: vinegar and water keep it in a spray bottle yeah i mean i'm really messy so i keep one in the kitchen and one with the laundry
2: yeah no that that bacon grease that's that's not easy <laughs> um, yeah. okay ruby has a question hi ruby Hi. What's your question for Patrick, the laundry evangelist? Oh, okay, this is kind of weird. My husband got this cute little love seat on Craigslist, but it's got
1: mm-hmm.
0: some stains on it, and I don't know what the stains are. I've tried peroxide, and that didn't do any good, and I tried Dawn, and that didn't do anything.
1: Okay. So I'm going to tell you, there's, I've got a, I'm going to give you a two-part answer to this. To pull the stains, you can, you need Amadex. Amadex is this stain remover. You can pick it up. You can pick it up at Lowe's. I mean, you can buy it at the, my store if you're at the mall, but if you're out, you can buy it at Lowe's. Okay. And it's a stain remover that it will remove just about anything. You're going to scrub it in, but here is the harder. Here's the part that I think you're not going to love. Mm-hmm. Chances are that fabric has oxidized over time. What you're going to have to do to really get it back to perfect is you're going to have to use, like, a furniture cleaner, like a rug shampooer with the furniture attachment. Because what's going to happen is you're going to clean the stains, and you're going to think that you've bleached out the color. You haven't. What you've done is returned the fabric to its original color. And so then the rest of it, it, it's almost like oxidation is almost like rust. It just happens because of oxygen. Huh. So when you clean the whole piece, then it will all go back to the original color. Who
2: so basically, that? be careful what you start there. You yeah. might, be bad, it might be.
1: It's, easier it's to just really keep easy. The stain. I don't want it to sound hard because it's not. It's it's like super simple. I mean, to be honest with you, it would be the perfect project to, for today because it's really hot. So you could do it oh. and set it outside, and it would dry like super quick.
2: Hmm. Wow. Oh, okay. Let all us know. Right. Great question, Ruby. Gosh, Patrick, they're flooding in. We might have to keep you through the break. Is that good well, time for us? I'll
1: always talk with you, too. Okay, oh, all right, wonderful. You.
2: Well, let's see if we can get Penny's question answered quickly. Hi, Penny. Penny, are you there? I am. What's your question? I'm a huge fan of Patrick's,
0: and I've oh, been to wonder
2: Camps. I can't recommend them enough, but I have forgotten or
0: lost my notes got some blood my husband's toe was bleeding didn't see it went on the sheets went through the washer dryer and now i can't get them out
2: okay you that's know what sweet. let's end okay. on that drama Ooh, on the note how do wow, we get the blood the blood out of the sheets patrick you have a minute to think about your answer we're okay. going to take a quick break we'll be right back with more tips from the laundry evangelist Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071 i I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony, and our very special and in-demand guest, Patrick Richardson, better known as the Laundry Evangelist. He has a store at Mall of America called Mona Williams and a following well beyond that for his laundry camps. Patrick, you've had some time to wrestle with the last <laughs> question. It is blood on sheets. What
1: yep. sent you? <clears throat> so... Since they've already been through the dryer, if they hadn't been through the dryer, I would just tell you a little oxygen bleach and we'd be good to go. Mm -hmm. But since they've been through the dryer, I think you need to mix some oxygen bleach with some oily soap. Now, oily soap, I'm thinking like hand soap or body wash, not dish soap. Dish soap might be too harsh. Okay. You mix those two things together and make a paste. And actually, what I would do is I'd put the oily soap on the spot, then I'd sprinkle the oxygen bleach because, of course, it's a powder on top. Just kind of rub it together with your fingers. Make a paste. Let it sit for about a half an hour. And then just hold it under the faucet and run hot water through it. And that'll take the stain out.
2: Wow. I, I never even so, thought about, like, all the differences and consistencies of soap. To no, me, it's like soap, me, soap, is soap is soap. Some I, I smell
0: better
1: yeah. than others. That's about all I, I know.
0: I know Ivory's mild, <laughs> and I know Dawn cuts grease. That's yeah. all I know. Well,
1: and Dawn, it, Dawn will actually, like, wreck the fabric. Will it? Because oh. it's so acidic, because it cuts grease. I mean, yeah. that's the but acid is what cuts the grease. Right, yeah. right. So that's the reason I never said to use dish soap, because okay. very often you create a problem that we can't undo. I Very mean I we feel but like stains or something we can always undo. Patrick, but,
0: is that true like, you know, Mrs. Myers or some of those kind of seventh
1: generation, I, those kind of dishes. Usually soaps? just the dish soaps are just usually acidic. Okay. Because they're meant to cut grease. I mean, you know, you're using you're dealing with greasy pots and pans and that right. sort of thing. So I tend to as a rule just avoid dish soap. Hand soap, you know, is so much milder. If you're going to not use laundry soap, you know, because you don't have it on hand. Yeah. I mean, I always go with hand soap because... It's just milder because it's formulated for your skin, not, you know, to remove last night's lasagna.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) How do you know that I don't have last night's lasagna on my skin? That's your
2: own problem. (laughs) Well. (laughs) (laughs) Think about that. Um, We're talking to Mm -hmm. Patrick Richardson, laundry evangelist. If you have a question for Patrick, our number is 651-641-1071. Sharon Lee has been waiting patiently. Sharon, what's your question? Uh Hi. Hey. I can't wait to get your book. I've always wanted to go to your, before COVID, I always wanted to go to your class. So here's the thing. I know you say to uh, bunch up uh, a yard of uh, uh, tin foil or aluminum yep. foil and put it in the dryer. But but it it disappears and suddenly it occurred to me, am I putting aluminum into my body from, uh, from the dryer?
1: Hmm. It actually doesn't disappear. It shrinks. It, yep, the ball, what happens to the ball is it keeps compressing. It's it's not rubbing away. It's like pressing itself tighter oh, and tighter. Yeah. If oh, you were so to cu- like, like if the you were to cut
2: it into my clothes?
1: No, it's not going into your clothes. What it's doing is the ball is actually getting smaller and smaller. It um if you were to cut it open when you first make it, you'd see all these air pockets. And if you were to cut it open when it was tiny, it's solid. That's why it stops working. It's the air pockets in that ball that absorb the static. So when it compresses so small that there's no more air pockets, then it stops working. Hmm.
2: Oh, because I've been using those three three uh, wool balls, but now they don't work anymore.
1: Well. The wool balls, you know, if they don't work, you need to the wool balls. You need to wash. You do, and they'll come oh. back. The aluminum foil ball, you just need to make a new one. Yeah, they compress. I mean, they just compress down over time. That's, you know, so put the wool ball in a mesh bag and throw them in your washer.
2: So does it matter that you use um, good aluminum foil or can you get the dollar store aluminum
1: foil? <laughs> you get the dollar store, it'll be just fine.
2: Oh, we like the way both of you think. Thanks for the <laughs> question, Sharon. We've got more questions coming in, but Patrick, just tell everybody about your own products that they can try. You sell, sell the, the Laundry Flakes?
1: Yeah, the Laundry Flakes, that's my signature product. They're made in Minnesota, which is kind of fun. And they're made of cold-pressed, peeled seeds, sunflower oil, food-grade lye, and coconut oil. And that is it. So they rinse 100% clean. And I like something that rinses completely clean because I want my cotton to feel like cotton, my wool to feel like wool, et cetera.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then um, I carry, like, other products that are other brands, but they're basically the things I've found that work.
2: Right. And you can buy them. You the, know, that
1: are safe.
2: You You can buy them in the store. The store is open now at Mall of America. Yep. And you're open on Grand Avenue as well?
1: Right. At the Grand Collective. Okay. And then you can also buy them online at com.
2: Wonderful. Let's see if we can take a couple more questions. Julie, what's your question for Patrick? Hi, Julie. Hello there. Good uh, afternoon. Morning. morning. Um, (laughs) Either way. My husband's got a golf shirt um, with some blue staining around the waistline. I think it's maybe... Uh, from a blue pair of of, uh, shorts, I'm not exactly sure. And I don't believe it's ever been dried. Um, And I'd really like to get these blue stains out.
1: Okay, I'm just going to tell you the easy way, because there is also a hard one.
2: We're all for easy, (laughs) pay
1: The easy way is go to Michael's, and you need to go to Michael's for this. Do not buy it on Amazon. Go to Michael's, and Ritz makes a product called Color Remover. Oh. And you yeah. like can just mix it up in a pot on your, in your stove and you dip the fabric in it and then you rinse it out in the sink and it's done. Oh,
2: oh brilliant. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's All the right.
1: easy way. There's a hard way. No, we don't like. So I can tell you that involves like. It's okay. Bucks. Julie's
2: already gone. She's already in the car yeah. on her way to Michael's. <laughs> 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 All right. Catherine, what is your question for Patrick? <laughs> Hi, Catherine.
1: Hi, I have a question about a nylon top that I have it's It's white nylon had a little spot on it, so I, I poured a little bleach on it and put it out in the sun and Now it's the stain is gone, but there's a yellow spot where oh. the bleach is. okay, I hate to tell you this Oops. you yes, actually bleached out the color
0: oh. oh
1: okay um you might you might, and I will not I cannot tell you for sure. You might be able to restore it by using a little bit of Mrs. Stewart's Bluing. Just go to the grocery store and get Mrs. Stewart's Bluing. It's one tablespoon to a gallon of water. Put it in and then just put the, put the blouse down in it or the top down in it and let it sit about 15 minutes and then wash it. It might, it might make, blend that spawn in enough to you won't notice it. But white is actually a dye. So when you put bleach on it, you actually bleach out the dye.
0: Oh, who knew that? God, you are so huh. smart, okay. Patrick. Patrick, yeah, but, but she I could also, she could go to Michael's and get a Ritz thing that has color and just make <laughs> just
1: it a it. color blouse. Well, that's, that's, the, that's a backup plan. Okay. <laughs> right. Make it
2: pink. Um, Patrick, everybody, your devices, your advice is in such high demand. Of course, the book you can pre-order now, Laundry Love, um, go to Amazon, anywhere else people should go to pre-order, Patrick.
1: Yeah, it's everywhere. everywhere. Target.com. Everybody and has and it.
2: Noble. Everywhere. Yeah. Do it. Support Patrick. Get the most amazing laundry advice you have ever gotten. You will end up saving so much money if you follow his advice. And you'll have to um, come
0: back soon
1: and
2: answer more questions for our listeners, too. Always. Okay. Anytime.
1: For you, anytime.
2: Thank you. And, Patrick, if they want, if people want more right now, what's the best way for them to reach you?
1: You know what? The best way to reach me right now is just tweet me at LaundryPatrick.com. Okay. And it's Patrick without a K. So it's laundry, P-A-T-R-I-C. Okay. If you just tweet me at laundry, Patrick, I'll answer your questions. I'm in front of my computer. I can do it right now.
2: We'll do it. I I just tweeted out your handle and we can't say enough. Thank yous to you, Patrick. We adore you.
1: Thank you so much. Have a good day. All right. Take care.
2: We'll be back with more Shop Girls right after this.